And here we go again, episode two of the Lewis Nolan Show on Matrix Radio podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I will not disappoint you this week because I have got three fantastic guests for you. Uh, first up, Gene Park from Age UK South Lakeland talking about uh, all the services they provide, all the activities, all the events, all the fundraising things they do in the local community and how you can volunteer, how you can give up some of your time as well. Uh, so Gene does great, great stuff. Uh, Lindsay Atkinson, uh, who does the blog Lindsay Loves, uh, you've got to check this out. Lindsay is local uh, here in Kendall, Cumbria, and has recently beaten cancer and is now helping others through her healthy eating and lifestyle blog called Lindsay Loves. You've got to check it out online if you haven't already. Hear Lindsay talk all about that later. She's an inspiration. You can't miss it. And as if that wasn't enough, bonus content on the podcast this week because uh, all last week was Organ Donation Week 2017 right across the UK. I chatted to uh, sort of Kendall's representative, if you like, Rachel Hogg from Kendall Organ Donor Town, all about Organ Donation Week 2017 and why it's important that people get involved. So we'll hear from her a little bit later on as well. It's packed. It's literally packed packed uh, so we're going to get straight on with it here's gene park from age uk south lakeland who was chatting to me on last week's show gene park is here now from age uk south lakeland hello gene hello lewis how are you today i'm fine thank you how are you excellent thank you very good and all the better for you being here uh, to tell us about this wonderful charity and the wonderful work that you've got going on i've been checking the website doing my research oh there's so much it's packed isn't it it is it is it's a, a very surprising organization and you are if i'm not mistaken the volunteering and community activities manager i am yes uh, what we're going to do today is we'll talk a bit about uh, how people can volunteer because you're always on the lookout for volunteers volunteers and things yeah. uh, but first of all just tell us a bit about the aims and objectives of Age UK and Age UK South Lakeland what is it there to do? Well Age UK and particularly Age UK South Lakeland's here to help people who are aged over 18 now we've, we've changed our parameters so it's not just the over 50s it's anybody over 18 and we are here to help people who are on on the point of dropping into a crisis situation to try and help them to avoid that yeah so it could be of help to anybody really couldn't it with all yes, the things that you cover yes yeah, yeah. But I mean, particularly people coming out of hospital, but but just anybody. It's amazing the problems that people have and they they sit at home and they don't actually seek help. One of the biggest things that we've been looking at this year is loneliness, which is a terrible thing. It um, has an enormous effect on your health. People say it's as bad as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. It has that kind of effect. And that's that's quite something quite surprising. So we've been having a look at um, how to help people who live on their own, don't get out much, um, find themselves stuck at home and want to have a bit of a change. So we either can pop around and visit them or we can drag them out and get them involved in some kind of activities. Excellent. And uh, Age UK, of course, is like the sort of national charity is what you would call it, isn't you? Isn't it? But Age UK South Lakeland's separate it to is. that, isn't it? So everything yeah. that you do goes on in this community. It's Age it, UK South Lakeland, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. Age UK is an umbrella body, we call it. And we're all sharing in a partnership with them. Broadly speaking, we do very similar work to each other. 
but every Age UK um, actually does its own work. It raises its own money and every penny we spend in South Lakeland, we have to raise ourselves. We're entirely independent. So what sort of activities can people participate in for those people that might be listening now that might want, might seem to believe in hospital and want something to get involved in or just people listening who may not have heard of this before too? Well, in in, in South Lakeland and the Furness area and, and also Millen, we, we've now sort of stretched our activities to cover the whole of South Cumbria. We run a number of services and we're constantly trying to increase them so that people can find something close to where they live. One of the things that we use to advertise is a leaflet called What's On and it gives you the information about what's happening in your area and we put them into shops, into pubs, into GP surgeries, dentists, vets, anywhere we can find to put these leaflets and in that you'll find a list of local activities. So we do lunch clubs uh, in local restaurants and pubs which are really nice meals for a a very good price. We have activity groups such as exercise classes for anybody who wants to keep themselves fit and mobile. The the exercises are generally sitting down. That doesn't mean that they're easy though. Once you've you've done half an hour of that, you certainly know you've done something. It helps increase your your, uh, muscle tone and it also helps with balance. And then we have activities like coffee mornings, afternoon teas, And the other big thing that we're moving into is teaching people how to use computers. Mm, The modern day. The modern day, yes. (laughs) A lot of people feel as though they're being left behind. And we start at the very basics. How do I switch this thing on? And we help them one-to-one to move forward and to be able to work on the internet and eventually to be able to talk to family and friends on Skype or emailing or exchanging photos, just generally getting to grips with computing because it's not difficult no it's just quite frightening and it can open up a whole new world as well like you say kind of speaking to relatives online and and website even stuff like banking nowadays is online as well isn't it yeah i mean a lot of people are a bit afraid of banking online but actually it is very very safe and shopping and shopping shopping online as well and you can get it delivered to your door so you don't even have to go out (laughs) the best way to do Christmas shopping (laughs) from the comfort of your armchair exactly and so who can participate then is it over 50s generally speaking our services are attended by people over 50 but now we're not exclusive Uh, anybody over 18 can ring us and take part and if the if they manage to get beyond what we're offering because they they take things up and they're really good at it we can find them at more advanced classes or or activities to take part in in the local community and do people just turn up or is there certain things that you have to book in advance for certain things you do have to book in advance for things like the IT classes of course we've got limited equipment and everybody needs a tablet or a laptop to work on otherwise it's pointless coming so if it's something like that um, then obviously give us a call and we'll book you in and make sure that we've got enough equipment for everybody excellent stuff being independent like you are with this it just means that you can really get to the heart of what people want and go out and fundraise for it yes yeah yeah, definitely and the the main service that we offer is information and advice and we help 10 to 12,000 people a year with 
just queries about absolutely anything through our helpline and the money that we raise through the shops helps to keep that running um, and the questions can be from I need some help with my finances down to I've got a wasp's nest in in my shed can somebody come and move it it's any, anything people can ring us with any query at all it's not that we could move the wasp's nest but we can find somebody who will yes so yeah. um you know it's it's any anybody can ring us to to get help and what's the number the number is you'll need a pen for this <laughs> 030 300 3003 there we go just give it us again okay 030 300 3003. Perfect. Uh, and one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, chat to you today as well, Jim, was because you're currently looking for volunteers. You're always looking for volunteers, as so many charities and community groups are. Uh, what opportunities are currently available? Currently available across the um, area are opportunities. If you look on our website, if you put Age UK South Lakeland into Google, that's the easiest way you'll find it very easily and the current volunteering opportunities are all on there local to where you might live but everywhere we're looking for people who are happy to help us with this loneliness campaign either offering to visit people in their own homes once a week or to support people by giving them a call once a week on the phone and also the other thing is the IT you don't have to be an expert just somebody who can fairly competently use a laptop or a computer or a tablet and would like to help somebody else who can't do it to be able to share in being online like we, like we all do. And why would you encourage people to volunteer? Them? Why, why should people come and, and, and give up their time? Well, one of the reasons that we're always looking for volunteers is that it, it does improve your life. You, it's a way of gaining confidence, it's a way of, get, way of getting back into work, a way of putting some routine into your life, perhaps if you're newly retired and you're thinking, well, this is, this is great, I get up in the morning and, and I've got the full day and nothing to do. So do give us a call. We've got all sorts of opportunities in shops, leading exercise classes, as I said, helping with computers campaigning we've got an allotment in Kendall we're looking for gardeners to help wow. run that allotment yeah it's just and we had, we run campaigns and, and events every year I don't know if people know that Age UK is a campaigning organisation we came campaign for the rights of older people and for their benefit and one of the things every year we do is our warm and well in winter campaign and we give out information. We have a team of intrepid knitters who knit scarves and hats and gloves and bed socks and you name it, they can knit it. And we give those away at our events. We also have had this campaign about the loneliest that we've done this year. And we'll be doing our No One Should Have No One at Christmas campaign in December where we pop around and uh, surprise people with a little bit of Christmas cheer just before the big event wonderful this the list is literally endless there's just so much going on there is yeah even and so how can people get involved people hearing this now going i want to go on the allotment or i want to help with this campaign how can people get involved with volunteering well if people were to ring that number and yeah. ask to speak to one of the volunteer team they'll speak to myself or they might speak to charlotte or ruth or alison and then 
if they just don't know what they want to do, they can pop in and have a word with us. And generally we get together with them and try and choose something that they would like to do. If they already know what they want to do, that's fine. We'll just get them set up. Great stuff. Jean, thank you very much for coming in today. That was great. That was lovely. Uh, thank there's, you. There's so much coming up at Age UK South Lakeland and there's literally something for everybody. Jean, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. The lovely Jean Park. They're great to chat to Jean. And I'm surprised, actually, I have to admit, I was surprised by how much they actually do Age UK South Lakeland in the local community it's fantastic so uh, if you're eligible if you want to go and volunteer uh, then go and get involved with them because that is a great thing and there's so much going on all across the community there's guaranteed to be something near you so thank you very much to Jean for coming on last week's show and uh, now moving on uh, Lindsay Atkinson came on the phone last week to chat to me about her healthy eating and lifestyle blog Lindsay Loves now I read about Lindsay uh, online I saw it in the newspaper uh, on the internet and I thought, I've got to chat to Lindsay because the story uh, behind the, how this blog started is just so inspirational and heartwarming uh, so I got in touch with Lindsay and said will you come on the phone and have a chat with me and she said yeah of course I will I'd love to promote the blog in any way that I can and that was how it came about uh, so in this interview Lindsay chats about her story and the story leading up to her starting this blog and it's a brilliant listen Lindsay joins me on the line now hello Lindsay Hi. Hello. Uh, now, Lindsay Loves, that's the name of the blog. Can Lewis say Lewis Loves, Lindsay Loves? <laughs> Does that make sense? It's a bit of alliteration there. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name. I kind of wanted something that kind of obviously goes with Lindsay. Obviously, you've got a bit of alliteration there, but it's kind of sums up my blog because it's not about one particular thing. It's all the kind of things that I'm learning to love along my journey after having kidney cancer. So whether that's food or and maybe something like yoga or Pilates or um, some kind of experience that I've had or place that I've been. Uh, it kind of covers everything, really. It does. I've had a look and there is so much on there. Uh, we'll get on to that in a minute and we'll have a chat about that. Just um, tell us a bit first, Lindsay, about uh, your story leading up to the creation of the blog. So um, back in April this year, um, I kind of had a few minor symptoms and um, I went to my GP about was kind of fobbed off a little bit but it kind of eventually led to me being diagnosed with a tumour on my kidney um, which they believed to be cancerous so kind of the best cure for this was to have surgery originally I was supposed to have um, keyhole surgery at the Manchester Royal Infirmary um, but they had a, a bit of an issue with the lymph nodes um, close to kind of the main artery going to my heart so because of that they decided to give me um, open surgery to remove these lymph nodes, my kidney and the tumour. So I had that on the 12th of June. Um, so I'm about 10 weeks post-op, um, nearly 11. And um, I've now been given the all clear, but it's been a bit of a journey um, of, you know, having my diagnosis, um, having an operation, time in hospital, um, my recovery. And the blog kind of came about because... Um, I was really bored at home. I couldn't really do much. I didn't really have the energy to go out. I kind of started looking a bit about what diet can kind of do for recovery and also to prevent cancer in future. Obviously, I didn't want to get it again if I could help it. So I kind of started looking at recipes and making lots of healthy food. And I thought, I'm going to write about this to kind of give myself something to do and also spread the word a bit and kind of help the everyday person improve their diet, but also people that are recovering from surgery or 
currently going through cancer or recovering from some kind of cancer treatment. So that's how it came about, really, as a bit of a, a hobby to keep me entertained while I was in my bed, really. So there's literally loads on there, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, so much information. For about six weeks, but I've tried to kind of get quite a few recipes and blogs on there about, like I said, my journey, a bit about Reiki, which I've been having at... Um, Cancer Care, who have um, a base in Lancaster and in Kendall. So I've had a bit of a bit of all sorts on there, a bit of food, breakfast stuff, evening stuff, baking, stuff about Reiki, stuff about how I kind of dealt with my diagnosis. So I'd like to think there's on something for everyone on there. So how much work goes into to creating all this content then? Because like I've said, there is there is tons of information on there, isn't there? Yeah, it kind of took me um, a good month to actually build the blog, design it, write um, probably the first six to eight blog posts. This is obviously while I didn't have much else to do except recover in my bed and, and at home on the sofa. So um, it does take quite a lot of time to kind of think of the ideas, develop the recipes, a few trial and errors with ingredients and getting, you know, friends and family to taste it to see if it's blog worthy and kind of, you know, making sure it's right. I'm a bit of a perfectionist as well, so I make, like to make sure everything's like, good spelling grammar that reads well I often, often get my mum to read my posts before they go out as well so um, it, it is quite a bit of time to juggle especially now I've started working a bit from home um, it is hard to you know make time for my blog but I make sure that I do because people are enjoying it and the word's spreading and I just want to make sure that I uh, create some good content to go on there. Yeah, I was having a look, actually, and it is a very professional-looking setup, isn't it? It's fantastic. Uh, LindsayLoves.com is the, is the name of it, isn't it? Yeah. That's how people can find it, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was... Well, I uh, hard on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, and it shows as well. Uh, I was um, perusing, if you will, on there uh, before we were chatting this morning, and uh, one thing I saw was a section on superfoods. Yeah. Now, this is something that has always... So I've never completely understood what a superfood is. Can you tell me? Well, to be honest, superfood is kind of a bit of a broad term that I think people throw about, and there's not any specific kind of list that anyone can prove that this is a superfood or this isn't, but they kind of categorise as a group of foods that have quite a lot of um, health benefits. So quite often they'll contain a lot of antioxidants, which are... Without going too sciencey, they kind of help reverse some of the damage that um, everyday life can kind of cause to your cells, um, and they can play a part in preventing things like cancer. So, if you're looking for foods that have got um, a lot of antioxidants in and vitamins, quite often I quite like to go for a bit of a rainbow plate. So, if you try and eat all the colours of the rainbow with fruit and vegetables, you'll often get your superfoods in. So. Your berries, so like your raspberries, your blueberries, um, blackberries, strawberries, that kind of thing. But also in things like olive oils, also things like salmon, so oily fish are really good. So it's not just about fruit and vegetables, there's loads of different foods in there. Um, yogurt, nuts and seeds. And I kind of think that superfoods are actually really tasty. I don't find that I'm eating them just to try and get the health benefit. I'm actually really enjoying having lots of fresh fruit and veg and um especially a lot of local produce as well, organic stuff. So anybody can get superfoods into the diet. It's not as scary or as complicated as people might think. And this is why I wrote a blog about superfoods made simple to kind of show how people can get them into the diet without it being too much like hard work. So just simple changes you can make to your everyday diet to kind of get some superfoods in there. 
and you know reap the health benefit that they can give you see that's where i've been going wrong all this time because i was thinking you know like superfood is like a, a big burger and chips or something like that so it's, i'm gonna have superfood for tea tonight and then i go for burger and chips so that's where i'm going wrong actually i need to start yeah, eating some more that's food not quite a super yeah food. It right might be in some people's eyes but not not where i'm coming from <laughs> <laughs> i'll make a note uh, so what are uh, your future plans for this then lizzie just to keep growing the audience and keep updating it and putting new things on and trying new ideas yeah so i'm just kind of looking at feedback from the posts i've done so far i'm trying to do a range of recipes but also kind of some personal posts i found that my more personal posts have been quite popular i think as much as people don't like to admit it they're actually quite nosy and they quite they like to know what you've been through because you know it helps them understand your situation better and obviously you get empathy from people who you know everybody is affected by cancer at some point in their lives whether they get it themselves or somebody that they know and I think when I kind of add a bit of a personal story about what I've been through and maybe some emotions and struggles that I've had I think people like that kind of content because they can relate to it and I'm being quite honest about my emotions maybe I'm even talking about things that I've not even admitted to my own family and actually found it easier to talk through about my on my blog so I'm going to do a few more kind of personal posts about the journey that I've been through and that I'm still on um, as well as lots of healthy recipes I'm also, I've had um, an exciting conversation this morning with Kidney Cancer UK, who are um, a charity who help raise awareness and support kidney cancer sufferers. So um, they really want me to do some video content for them and develop some recipes and talk at one of their conferences. So there's lots of exciting things going on at the minute and I'm really just happy to help anybody who, you know, feels that um, they're on their own when it comes to cancer, kidney cancer or a relative or whether they just want to improve their the health or everyday kind of well-being all i want to do is help people really so the more people that can hear about my blog the better excellent well it's great work that you're doing Lindsay. where can people see it all and where can people keep up to date with everything about Lindsay loves so um obviously i've got my website which is lindsayloves.com and um, there's a section on there where you can actually subscribe uh, with your email address so if you want to be the first to hear about recipes blog posts straight to your inbox you can subscribe there I've also got um, a Facebook page, which is, um, if you search Lindsay Loves blog on Facebook and also on Instagram uh, at lindsay.loves. So I've got lots of pictures on my Instagram, which will probably make your mouth water. There's a couple of different ways that people can follow what's going on, but I'm going to update it, you know, a couple of times a week with lots of different stuff. So anybody that wants to know more can... um, have a look on the website or follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Well, Lindsay, thank you very much for coming on uh, on the phone today to chat to us on the show. Thank you very much, I, I mustache now because uh, I've got to go and have some real superfoods. <laughs> but thank you very much. It's great work that you're doing and yeah. I am so glad um, that you've you've got well again and you're turning you know, a negative experience into such a positive now, helping so many other people as well. That's fantastic. So well oh, done for that. So all right. And uh, the best of luck with it in the future. I hope it all works out and hopefully... We'll We'll catch up soon. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. you, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, just brilliant, uh, brilliant, Lindsay. Uh, lovely lady. And I uh, wish you all the success in the future with Lindsay Loves. I'm sure it will go from strength to strength. And I might even have a go at cooking some of them recipes myself.
How about that? We could do like a bake sale, couldn't we, to raise some funds for the station? Good idea. And now, that would usually be it on the podcast. Well, it was last week. Usually two guests on the show, and that's you lot. Uh, But got a bonus this week. Uh, Rachel Hogg uh, chatted to me earlier on in the week here at Westmoreland General Hospital all about Organ Donation Week 2017. Now, Rachel, along with her husband Chris, set up Kendall Organ Donor Town when he was the mayor a couple of years ago, and they got a 1,000 extra donors in a year here in Kendall to make Kendall the first organ donor town. Well, makes sense. Rachel has had a stand this week in the front of Westland Journal Hospital in the main entrance uh, to promote Organ Donation Week and to spread the word and give information out to people passing through the hospital. So I capitalised on that, had a chat with her, and here's what she had to say about organ donation. All this week across the UK is Organ Donation Week and joining me in the studio now is Rachel Hogg. Hello Rachel. Hiya. You are a champion of this sort of cause, aren't you? I'd like to think I am. (laughs) Just due to it's just so important and it's been important to me throughout most of my life. Uh, And congratulations, because we've spoken before, maybe two, three, four times now, um, about this every year when it comes around and different bits of things that you're doing. One of the things that you have done is made Kendall an organ donor town. Yeah. That's amazing. Tell us about that. Um, Kendall, it, it became the first UK organ donor town. My husband, Chris Hogg, who was the mayor of Kendall a couple of years ago, he pledged to get an extra thousand people signed up in Kendall, which is quite a big ask. So we did a lot of promotion. We got everywhere in the town, spoke to lots of people inside Kendall, outside Kendall. And we managed to, we got over a thousand people signed up at the end of that mayoral year. And then we were awarded the title of, um, of being the first organ donor town. Amazing, congratulations mm, on that. That's you. good work. A thousand people in a I year, know. that's such a massive number. I know. Uh, so this week is Organ Donation Week. Uh, it's sort of in focus this week, isn't it? All across the UK. Uh, what are the aims of the week? The aim of the week is really to promote organ donation, the importance of it locally and across the whole of the UK, just to, sh- to keep it sometimes at the front of people's minds how important it is because there's still you know about six and a half thousand people across the UK waiting for an organ transplant now and there's, there's up to three people die a day waiting for a, a type of organ transplant and this is due to the shortage of people that are willing to sign up unfortunately. And it's just, uh, we were saying before, our fair about how it can happen at any time can't it? it can, you yeah. can wake up one morning and and that's it, isn't it? You don't know what's around the corner. I wasn't born with a kidney disease. When I was 18, I went on holiday to Italy with some girlfriends. I came back with a virus. A year later, it infected both my kidneys. It attacked both of them, and I lost both of the kidneys, uh, which resulted in me going on to dialysis for seven months, followed by uh, my first transplant in July 1990. And that was by a lady who was carrying the donor card all of those years ago. And then in February 2016, I had my second kidney transplant where my husband, Chris, he donated his kidney to me. Um, I mean, the first kidney lasted about you know, 26 years. It was fantastic. But unfortunately, I need another one. And, it, you know, it can happen to anyone. 
you, you just don't know what's around the corner. Anyone at any time. Yeah, yeah that's it. You've got a stand in, in Westland General Hospital in the front here all week. All um, week. And you've been here today, as we recall, this is Monday, so it's sort of the first day of, yes. of Organ Donation Week, if you like. Yes. Uh, so how have people who have been passing through the hospital staff and, and patients and visitors, how have they reacted to all the information that you've got out there? Well, we've got a few things. We've got a lot of leaflets. We also have some little free different things, pens, etc. We've had quite a few people round our stand today um, and having a look and see what's happening. And we had our local MP, Tim Farr, around this afternoon and he was had the T-shirt on and asking questions and, you know, you know, he's been... Because Tim Farron has been very supportive of Kent Logan Donatown. So we've had him and I've had some of the, um, the girls that I work with came round... So no, it seems to be quite popular. I think I'm going to have to replenish the stand <laughs> to get us through the rest of the week. But I'd also like to thank Morecambe Bay for allowing us to have the stand to promote for the week. It's really, really good of them. They're very supportive to Kendall Logan Donatown. I know we've um, touched on it briefly already. Why is it such an important subject for you? I think it's an important subject to me, for me because I've been through it and I know how important it is to have a transplant, I mean, mine are kidney, um, but I've met lots of people over the years who've had heart transplant, liver transplants, etc., cornea, and this I've met people who are waiting and on dialysis, and to have to be able to live a full life, you need that organ transplant. You know, live for example, living on dialysis for any amount of time isn't a great way of life. You can get by, but you know, it's not great and you really need the, the new organ to be able to just live your life and you know enjoy being with your friends and family and it and even in some cases being able to work again i mean when i had my first transplant it you know i was so happy to be uh, off dialysis it, you know i was doing it three times a day from home it was about to go up to four times it affects your social life it affects a lot of facts affects your family around you so when I had the first um, kidney transplant, it totally changed my life. I started to play volleyball with the other, other transplant patients. Um, I even trained to be an aerobic instructor. Um, just had such a new lease of life, to be honest. Then a few years ago, when the kidney started to go downhill, and I really struggled. I struggled every day. It was like wading through treacle, being quite sick, very fatigued, exhausted until I was lucky enough and really lucky that my husband was a match for me and donated his kidney to me. So how can people go about sort of signing up for organ donation? Because it's not as difficult at all, is it, as people might it's think? It's really easy. Um, there's a website, there's, it's www.organdonation.nhs.uk or you can call 0300 123 2323 and if you're in Kendall we have our leaflets here at the Westmoreland um, General Hospital and we have leaflets here all of the time. Um, there's leaflets in the Town Hall in Kendall um, or you can always contact Kendall Organ Donor Town. We're on Twitter at Organ Donor Town and our Facebook page Kendall Organ Donor Town and we'd be happy to help anyone's got any questions or not sure. But one of the main things like to say is if you are deciding this and you think you know this this is for me I'm going to sign up talk to your friends and family and just make sure they're aware of your decision because over the time over the years there's been quite a few families at the time someone's signed up for uh, on the register they're carrying a card but the family have been so distressed with their death they have said no 
to the organ donation because they weren't quite aware of that person's you know, thoughts. It's really important to tell people that's what you want to do. And for people that want to get involved with your projects, Kendall Organ Donut, I know you go to lots of different things, don't you? Uh, do. Events across the, the county. Uh, how can people get involved with helping you? Well, we are looking for volunteers for the Torchlight Carnival this year. Again, Organ Donut Town will be walking as a group promoting organ donation. If you contact us through our Facebook or our Twitter or email kendallorgandonatown at gmail.com. We also will be going to the county show or with the NA, in the NHS stand. We would love to hear from people who would like to get involved. We'd like to hear from anyone who has a personal story they can tell us. No, we're happy to hear from anyone, even if, even if they've got some questions to ask, they're not sure, or they've got a friend or family member that's going through this, and they just want to get a little bit more advice from people who've been through it. And let me say that the, the Kendall Organ Donor Town team are lovely. Uh, <laughs> so you. if you see them at the Torchlight or the County Show and you've got a question or you want to get involved, just go go and see them. That's right, isn't it, Richard? Yes. Because you're all lovely and you'll take questions. Give us a wave. Speak even. to people. Exactly. Just wave <laughs> at them. Even just wave, wave. Big wave. <laughs> we're, happy, we're, ha- we're happy to talk to everyone. Exactly. Um, Rachel, thank you very much for coming in this Welcome. afternoon. I know you're very busy and I know it's uh, packed out there full of people. Uh, <laughs> at the stand in the front of Westman mm-hmm. General Hospital here all week and uh, the best of luck with Kendall Organ Donor Town and uh, keep up the good work thank you very much thank you yes the inspirational Rachel Hogg some brilliant guests we've had on the show over the last week on the podcast there for you uh, this week uh, one of the strongest so far I would say <laughs> but that is your lot now that is your lot. I've got no more secret interviews. I've got no more bonuses for you. Uh, what you've got to do is you've got to tune into the show next Sunday to see who's on. Uh, it's the Lewis Nolan Show on Trust Radio. It's every Sunday from 11 a.m. Here's how to tune in. From Westman General Hospital or Royal Lancaster Infirmary, we're on Channel 1 on the Hospedia unit. So if you're soon to be going into hospital or you know someone who's there who wants something really entertaining to listen to, uh, then that's how you can catch us. Uh, If you're in the community or around the country or around the world, uh, then you can catch us online at baytrustradio.org.uk. When that's loaded up, click the big button that says Listen Live. You can't miss it. It'll open up on there. And you can download the free Baytrust Radio app. It's available available on the Google Play Store, it's available on the App Store, it's available wherever you like. Just go on there, search Baytrust Radio and the app will be there for you. Download it and then it's one click of a button to listen to the show every Sunday. So that's the Louis Snellen Show, Sunday, 11am on Baytrust Radio. So until next Sunday, have a great week. <laughs>